while you were scrolling podcast and we're here we're <laughs> here we talk about all forms of entertainment from small screens to tall screens written media to social media and sometimes we sprinkle our own experiences in between but today in particular we're doing our popcorn segment and yes i said popcorn poc corn for people of color where we review films made by produced by directed by written by starring you guessed it people of color. So let's start with an introduction. I'm one of your hostesses today. My name is Tamaya. I'm joined by my lovely co-host and a guest co-host. Please, first, lovely co-host, please introduce yourself. Hello, all. This is Esther. Just really happy to be with you all today and to laugh, hopefully. Absolutely. Always, always and always and forever. <laughs> now we shall go to our co-host, please, our guest co-host. Please introduce yourself on the segment that is one of the segments of our podcast. <laughs> All right. Hello. Oh, gosh. Speak up. Speak up. Uh, I, my throat is sore, but hello. It is a joy to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, I really do appreciate it, and I'm I'm ready to get into it. Uh, and my name is Talisa. The same Talisa. Mm -hmm. My throat. I can't do it right now, but you get the picture. Thank sounded you. like you did it all the sound, like all the other times you. <laughs> I felt like a jab, but it's okay. It was. It was. I had to get a little shaded. Right. I had to. I had to. Right. I had to. You crossed over to the popcorn world. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so y'all, again, we're on our popcorn segment, and we are about to tell you the film we are reviewing today. But before we do, spoiler warning this film is in our past now, but that doesn't mean it's in yours. So please be warned, spoilers are coming. So while you were scrolling, we were watching Candy Cane Lane. Hello, everyone. Yes, Candy hello, Cane hello, Lane. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. I didn't want to be left out. <laughs> All righty. Sometimes so a little current, but yes, please go ahead, Esther. Take it away. Yes, so Candy Cane Lane, it is a Prime original movie. By Prime, I mean the Amazon streaming service. Absolutely. Here. Um, and very short synopsis, uh, it is about a man who is determined to win the neighborhood's annual Christmas decorating contest. contest. He makes a pact with an elf to help him win, and the elf casts a spell that brings the 12 days of Christmas to life, which brings unexpected chaos to town. So this is from our dear friend IMDB. I feel like they did not give anything away. <laughs> they did uh -oh. It was like, you didn't get nothing. But, he, and as we always like, kind of- While also I, giving us the full, the full thing yeah. of the film. So why did we choose this film? Well, it is directed by Reginald Hudlin, who, uh, is a person of color and has made such films as Django Unchained, again, a producer and director. He's done Django Unchained in 2012, mm. done House Party in 1990, and oh. in 2017. So again, just like a, a, a snippet of, you know, all the works he's been involved in. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. obviously it is starring Eddie Murphy. Yes. Tracy Ellie Ross. Yes. Ellie Ross, um, and the other people of color on here are the kids, Janiah Walton. I'm please, you know, grant me grace. 
<laughs> I like that. I like that. Grant me grace. I like that. Thaddeus J. Mixon, Madison mm -hmm. Thomas, Chris Red, Robin Teddy, TD. Okay, we're going to go with that. I hope it's Teddy. That's funny. Dav Davis, Angela Johnson Reyes. Oh, Long you said Robin. Sorry. Huh? I'm so sorry. I say Robin. Robin Thede. I just realized what you were trying to say. Oh, oh Robin Thede. Oh, it is Robin Thede. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I, I was trying to, to make it a little bit more complicated for myself for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, lastly, Danielle Pinnock. I sort of like, you know, or me. Ah. Oh, and actually, no, DC Young Fly. Oh, hilarious. Um, so mm -hmm. these are, like, again, like the main, well, not the main, but like the characters of the actors of color involved in this film. Um, and this is why we chose it because it is very uh, on black, theme black, black, black. with uh, the <laughs> Christmas uh, holidays right now happening and mm -hmm. keeping true to our premise of highlighting films with people of color in them. Yes. So with that, I'm going to pass the buck to my Lovely, lovely co-host to give us a little bit of cultural corner. Just a little bit, just a little bit. This is very American and culture can only go but so far here. I mean, let's be real. Uh, <laughs> most of you talk about culture, you're like, where are you from outside of this place? <laughs> so um, as far as I can go culture corner wise, I would think that this film was... Um, somewhat significant because we don't have many films with so many Christmas films and there's a Christmas fanatic I love most if not all of them um from the cartoons the stop motion um oh, stop motion classics I love um <clears throat> and then you have obviously your typical go-tos the Santa Claus one Home Alone only wanted to be recognized and things such as that nature so when you think about all these films, um, Jingle All the Way, another one, that was one of the, and then, you know, you only have a few where you see little, little sprinkles of people of color in them, like Jingle All the Way, where Sinbad had his moment. Um, and that was a great, great film. So these are the ones we're used to. These are the classics we play over and over again, et cetera. And then when you get a quote unquote holiday film or film with us black people, you get this Christmas, you get Best Man Holiday, which are beautiful in their own right. We have our own things the way we'd like to do, but they're not necessarily the typical corny, Christmassy films and what, you know what I mean? Like they're very specific and very particular to black culture. They very much so pander to the black community and there's nothing wrong with that, but it is always nice to have films of with people of color that can be anybody can be put in that role and it would just be a good film it's not a film for necessarily black people about black people it's just a film it's just a film <laughs> it's going to be cute it's going to be corny it's going to be good it's going to be whatever it's not mm -hmm. pandering to anybody other than humanity sometimes that's nice to kind of have that can cross the boundaries or um not boundaries border like literally cross, like what What do they, we always say when we have an entertainer who like usher mainstream. anyone who's crossed the mainstream, you know I mean? what'd you say? Mainstream. Mainstream basically who like, you know, he, he, he appeals to black people, white people, Asian people, Spanish people, everybody. So this is one of the films that I felt like 
gave us that. And the only other one so far in the theme of Christmas and my history isn't thinking of like Jingle Jangle, which was very, and it's a refreshing feeling when you get these films. Cause it's like, it's not limited to our specific, a specific black experience. It's more like we are humans in this world. We have houses and stuff too, and corny little tales that can go mainstream and funny and relate to many. Um, and musicals, Jingle Jangle was such a refreshing, just good story, musical. It even gave us some culture with their little dance scene in the street, but it didn't necessarily say this is a black, you know, this has to be the black film with this black experience. It was a generic story in which black people were cast. And that is what I feel like this Candy Cane Lane, corny, cute Christmas movie is very much a generic story where black people were cast as the leads. And that is a refreshing tale to me. I really, really like that. I think that's the culture corner will point out at this point. We don't have that much of that. We have scores of corny, cute Christmas films without black people <laughs> where we don't get to see. I our mean, films. Hallmark just that. Oh my be, gosh. Yes, every year is like, no? even if we tried <laughs> to knock at the records, we wouldn't hold a candle to the amount that come out all the time, all year round that do not feature not one of us. So yeah, very refreshing. I think that will be the culture corner for this film, if you all will, if you all agree. And yes, all hearts and minds combined. Let's move on. Well, thank you. Thank you, my thank love. You. Thank you. Um, so we're going to dive right into our first sort of question, which is yes. about previews. So share your expectation of the film. What have you heard before viewing it? Heard, like, you know, heard seen you know kind of just overall um mm -hmm. expect it go lisa please yeah i'm gonna hear some of your voice your um, crackly voice shut up um actually i did not anticipate too much because i never heard anything too much about it i just saw the preview on amazon and i was like i'm about that life because it's eddie murphy boom bada bang um uh um so yeah, I didn't really have. I mean, I was I was already there. You, Eddie Murphy, I'm there. Don't take much to sell you. But yeah, and uh, I didn't hear too much about it. I think you know. Yeah, I was there. I was there. It's a it's a Christmas movie. I'm a sucker for a Christmas movie. Okay, you you mentioned Jingle all the way. Nobody, nobody does Manaki, Manaki better than Sinbad. That is my movie. Okay, so I'm here for a good Christmas movie. It doesn't take much. Um, I see Eddie and I, I click and then what I think Eddie has done since he's been back, um, <clears throat> with the movies is, uh, spotlight a lot of new comedians mm. and I, I big and a little culture corner in there. Go ahead. I was about to, I was about to dig into it because please, I girl, heard, you got to raise your hand. Let me know. I heard, okay. culture corner back was, up. I, Come I, please I, sit next. I was going to let you, you know, do your spiel. So I was like, but also I hear you and I like those parts, but you know, I like it when it's blackity black. So they slip those moments in it. So when old girl, Body Courage, also known as, I think, what's her oh, name? Uh, Danielle Pinnock. Yeah. Yes. Love her. When she said, my nephew, Josh. And <laughs> young fly, it's being DC Young Fly. I was like, yes, I'm here for these moments as well. Not too much. Oh, not yeah, too most much. definitely. It is moments like that. When David Allen Greer, a.k.a. Santa Ooh. Claus, said peppermint and called her like a pimp, I was here <laughs> for it. I was here for it because it's the conviction in his voice. It wasn't like peppermint. It was peppermint. What you doing over there, peppermint? I was like, that was like a to me. 
And I like those moments of that. Um, I have so to I agree. Yeah. I feel like when you cast people in those, like people of color, and that's like, they're the leads, you're mm -hmm. going to get those hints, those and those, those moments uh -huh. in which like if like if you have a film which where Spanish people are casted as leads they're gonna drop something that I don't even know what that meant but a whole community is like yes, yes. they know the, the 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 hints the secrets they're gonna drop more Spanish people that that are like their pinnacles and all that in there I mm -hmm. love that but that's yeah. what I mean just by like it can be the storyline you can drop this yeah, kind of yeah. family in here and had, you know, change that up and it would work and that kind. But I'm right there with you. That's why I love Jingle All the not Jingle All the Way, Jingle Jangle, when they mm -hmm. had the cultural, like, no, they're not out here doing full-blown Caribbean and like dancing in the streets. This is great. <laughs> like, yes, but I could easily see that be changed into like, you know, a Latinx or yeah. Spanish situation where they are dancing like that in the street, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. So definitely for you, please yeah. go ahead with the blacks and the, and the comedians. Yeah. Thanks. I think they had a good mix. Even though at, at first I did not know that was Robin Thede's doll, uh, my fair-skinned sister, I apologize because I did not see oh, that. Oh, I knew from that voice. I, the voice, I was like, okay, but maybe. But the way that she looks, I was like, I don't know. Hold the on, voice, no. and then I realized they even made her eyes green. Mm-hmm. They made her what? <clears throat> her eyes green. After, after I heard the voice, yes. I thought that and they made her eyes green. That's Robin. And Chris <laughs> Robin. I, mean, I, feel like, like we're, I feel like we're diving right into the movie. And oh, we are. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, Lisa. Uh, I didn't have much expectations. I just, I see Eddie Murphy and I click because I was going to support. I was, I'm going to support it. David Allegreer, a lot of these people, and I, like I said, he just puts on people and I love that he puts on people. Um, And when you got pulled like Eddie Murphy, you can't, so... Agreed. Now I see what Esther's saying. How we got into the movie because they didn't show any of those people in the preview, so there was like a whole shock to see all these people pop up, which was very fun. Mm -hmm. I feel like when I first saw everything, I saw it from Body Courage. Daniel Pina, mm -hmm. Danielle Pina. You're probably seeing it. Correct. I don't know. I, feel like I know it's Body right. Courage, which is crazy. P i n n o c k. So Pina. Pina. B-Doc and Daniel and Body Courage. I quite enjoy her. Love her. Love her content on Instagram. She's great. Um, mm -hmm. When I found out about the film, it was mostly through her promotion and everyone giving her her props for being in this film. And, you know, it dropped after everything with SAG and the actors and all that had passed. So it was like, you know, we knew a lot of films were on hold. So I guess they decided to drop it once everything was agreed upon and all that jazz. So it was nice to see, oh, this is the work you had done already? This is dope. Um, and then it was like, and Eddie, and okay, okay, I'm here. It was like something in my head of, I want to see that because I was so enamored by the jingle jangle. I just, it's such a pinnacle movie in terms of current movie, black movie, Christmas movie, classic in my eyes now. It's a classic. Mm -hmm. I have to every year, I have to. Mm -hmm. Um, that I was just ready to, I wanted more, I wanted more things to add to my very white roster of Christmas <laughs> films, um, mm -hmm. Christmas cinema. So when I saw the preview, I was just like, yeah, I'm down. And I felt, and, and yes, the preview basically explained everything that was going to happen. Like every cute corny movie will, this is mm -hmm. what's happening. This is what's going to do this, that, and the third. So I was actually thrown off when I saw the um, Candy Lane competition. I just knew about it. I'm like, where the elf coming in? Mm -hmm. And that's where I was. I'll say for me, in terms of like, what did I 
expect or sort of seen in with promos. Um, I, I I saw a couple of snippets of Tracy Ellis Ross and Eddie Murphy doing, you know, so like interviews. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and they just seem to be like to have fun. And yeah. um, for me, like maybe, maybe it's a bit sacrilegious. I was there more for the Tracy Ellis Ross of it all. Than the no, Eddie that Murphy. ain't sacrilegious. Uh -huh. Tracy Ellis Ross always. Uh -huh. <laughs> always. Oh, hell. Oh, oh hell her. I was she just is like, the I was Queen Latifah as well adjacent to me. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. So, so yeah, so for me, I was just like, I'm, I was on board pretty much mm -hmm. because I love her. Like, I mean, she has like, right. She, she runs the gamut in terms of like her acting talent, but like, I really, really enjoy her in her, com co in her comedies. I think she really mm -hmm. shot me. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. And I was like, you know, something very low key, name. you know, very low key that I don't have to like, again, be too invested in and it's just going to mm -hmm. be fun. And so I was, you know. Expectation were like Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So going right into our inciting incident, what did the inciting incident incite in you? This is our okay, favorite question. We have to <laughs> debate and agree on what is the inciting incident. Yes. Minutes in. Would that would be the shop, I think. That the what? I would think it's the is it the shop? Did that happen? Is it him getting fired? No. no I don't think Why? that was the incident. I think it was the shop or when they announced when they announced the uh hundred thousand dollar prize. They said they didn't say they didn't say hundred thousand dollars. They said what did they say in the beginning? No, because I heard hundred thousand dollars. So what oh, did they say? No, if you saw it, that cable channel like jumped a little bit. It was like a little frequent. A hundred thousand little Oh, that's why I did. Okay, okay. Uh -huh. The fact that the host was confused too. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's important. Okay, so before we begin, yeah. talk about like the inciting incident. I think it's important to just sort of quickly talk to listeners about the fact that like this movie really does this wonderful way of like breaking the fourth wall a lot of times. <laughs> and kind of like poking fun of itself in a very like not haha but like smart we we know what you're thinking and we are right there with you mm -hmm. <laughs> start up of it right with like um chris red's character right with like the whole um black black people uh being killed in like horror movies like the first yes first go right like again being like we're all black <laughs> so <laughs> to you know, everybody's like, game is game anybody's game everybody's like the hundred thousand dollar you know prize money where she's like well actually <laughs> we never said a hundred thousand dollars you know is the prize we just said you know and prizes so <laughs> mm -hmm. again what was the other thing that was like so glaringly oh the fact like you know all the kids like there's this moment in the film where you know Eddie Murphy brings his uh, family to see the little figurines. And a, a set of like the little figurines, it's like the uh, musical group Pentonics. Yes, so the Pentonics, yes. The Pentonics, you know, like they sing, right? Mm -hmm. And so when, when he's introducing, introducing his family, he's like, oh, this is Carol. And then this was singing like, you know, yes. early through the, and like he says, my son, 
Next, next, and then another Christmas movie. Oh, my son Joy, another Christmas movie. My son Holly, and then everybody like, is that son. <laughs> oh, his daughter. <laughs> and so they're like, wait, because in my head I was like, right yeah, up, I'm, saying, I'm, I'm, I'm like, the audience, you're like, wait a minute, did oh, you so really call missing. your kid like your whole? The whole characters are named kind of after Christmas movies. It was so great, like the son himself to be like, "Wait a minute, did you just yeah. see like?" Mm -hmm. It was so after good. It was good. You're right. I love that. I loved it because I was just like, "Oh, this is so." It's like really entrenching itself in like Christmas yeah. uh -huh. historic cinema. Like it's like we are really, we're not only anything. We also have names that actually align with Christmas. Like and we're gonna make that a thing in this film. It was great. I was having a great time. Over the woman was how Jennifer Pinnock's or Jennifer, um, Danielle's Pinnock uh character was and how the other guy, the white guy, the whole yes. he was like, You just made that up. I know, I know. He was not here for it. He was like, he You're was not here for it. <laughs> yeah, he was being like Oprah, you get this and you get that. Right. Like yeah. I am about to take over this whole job, this whole yes. stuff. Which like, I'm kidding. Oh, we're still yes. doing that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like she was girl. Oh, wait, extravaganza bonanza. I just made that last part up. We know. <laughs> Great stuff. So wait, so what do we agree on? Is it when they announce the hundred thousand in prizes or when he sees the shop? I think it's when he Probably sees the, the shop, shop because it's that shop. really is what drives the movie going forward in yeah, the actions yeah. of the characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I said in the exit. <laughs> like I said, expectation. <laughs> I was like, competition, small petition. I'm here for the elf. Turn them into something. Yes. So, and and yeah, I, I, I think, think also, like, we knew that it was going to revolve around Eddie Murphy's character, who is named, let's, let's use her. Chris. Chris. Yeah, Chris. Um, and uh, Pepper's character, right? Because a lot of, like, the promos is about them, like, interacting and, like, that sort of, like, very eerie, sinister vibe that she gave. Yes. You know? Um, so I think, yeah, that's definitely the inciting incident. So what did the inciting incident incite in you? It incited me like just, just, I didn't even know, I didn't even know I wanted to know old girl's backstory. I was just really interested in this creepy little, this creepy girl. I really like her. I just wanted to see what else stuff she was in. Cause she, she it's something about her. Lord, she had, she I, had the, she had the juice. She had it. I was just, I it made me want to learn more about her, I guess it did. Um, and the backstories of everybody else. It just made me want to know the origins of everything, I guess, is what the inciting incident incited in me. Like, how did this even become a thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll say it. Here. I'll stop it. All right. What about yourself, Lisa? <laughs> I was just about to say, I forgot because she's definitely one person. If I see her, I'm clicking because all her things, she be, like, she has a sub. I, won't even, I can't even call it a subtle. It'd be like a subtle, creepy. It depends on what the role acts of her or what she decides to do but she's definitely a lure if i see her um what did it incite in me um i don't know i just wanted to see how how crazy they gonna get who who's gonna be more crazy her or eddie like who's mm -hmm. gonna get that crazy thing and they both they both are very physical actors very mm. physical mm -hmm. or comedy ish actors um so i was just excited to see who who gonna get greedy with it who gonna get gritty <laughs> oh. totally agree i for me it was i was i was really into okay definitely there's gonna be some sort of like you know 
thing happening right as it's a Christmas movie where she's gonna kind of loop really men into something mm -hmm. the meaning of Christmas mm -hmm. so, and the fact that she happy. never finished that little <laughs> saying when she was telling him like about gold ring whatever made me think like I feel like there's something being left out here. So kind of tie, tying to the inciting incident, right? So we learn as the movie progress that um, uh, Chris, right? The character has to collect five golden rings following the, the very famous Christmas song, you know, 12 Days of Christmas, which, which I think was definitely like, when things align, they align because maybe like a week or so ago, I sent you all a TikTok video, right? <laughs> Where this content creator was saying how like uh, how like that one all the all the things that you get you receive in the twelve days of Christmas are all birds technically, yes. and that too. Again, when you like really listen to the song, it's like every day you get the same things over <laughs> and over again. So. I had that in my mind as I was watching the movie, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I was just looking to see if they was gonna make everything birds." But you had it even better in your mind. <laughs> yeah, but again, just all because of that TikTok. Because I was like, "Again, I, I, not that like you know, I, I was that smart to figure it out." But it was really like, <laughs> "Oh, I wonder if like beyond the five golden rings." I, I, I was like, "That is way too easy." Like I'm like beyond the five golden rings. Like she probably is gonna. There's only probably another caveat that he has. He must collect something else. Mm. You know, like I was waiting for that shoe to drop. And yeah. for it to be a full circle moment of her saying like, actually, right? Like every day you get five golden rings. Right. <laughs> right. Like kind of how the math works. And we knew that like at the end of the 12 days, like you get an insane amount, amount of, of quote unquote things. gifts. Which are birds. Birds. <laughs> oh, birds. God dang. Right. Agreed. Agreed. What, what were we talking about? So we were talking about it. We're still talking about the inciting incident. Lord, how do we do that? <laughs> can I just can I just ask, was anybody because me and me and Nikki were definitely trying to peep how much money he spent on that receipt. Really? Oh. Girl, four hundred and ninety two. I like thought it was I thought it was gonna be honestly, I thought it was gonna be free. I thought it was going to be like, yeah. like mm -hmm. I thought he's not looking at the receipt, but the receipt says zero dollars because the money is not going to be paid. It's not going to be a monetary mm. cost he's paying. So he doesn't want to know good because he doesn't need to know because the actual cost is going to be, you're going to be Wait one of it. my little toys, my little mm -hmm. glass toys at the end of this. And it was interesting that she had double like layers to this curse. Like you have to sign the receipt and you have to make the wish. <laughs> it was just like. <laughs> so if I never made the risk though, would I been would I been like good? Like you know what I mean? It was like it's oh, you made the you stuck now. Like they had to do two parts. It's well, I think, I think so. I think maybe like we, if you do want to take it on a more philosophical level, right? Is that it is a contract, quote unquote, with the devil, and mm -hmm. most of that not trope, but the the stories is always like the devil gives you like at least a number of changes to like turn left, right? Or veer back to righteousness. But you just like continue to just drive right through them because of your greediness, of your, you, you know, just whatever fault they want to like- um, Exploit. Exploit. 
Too so shy. I think, right, like, the fact, like, you know, she, right, like, as with any contract, they tell you, read the fine prints, read the terms and conditions. He didn't do that, right? The yeah. fact that, like, again, like, this is supposed to be, like, um, what's that word? Like, a competition where you put your own sort of, like, homemade or, like, your own ideas, right? He didn't do that. He just bought something. Like, the fact, like, again, right, like, you said, Maya, he had the chance to just sort of, like, open the thing, just let it be pretty, right? But he right. went ahead and, like, just Maybe. made the wish. Yeah. So all of this, like, you know, sort of turns that he consciously made to show that, like, it is free will. Mm -hmm. It's all you, so you got that. You got that. You got that. Touche. I was about to say, you bringing that up makes me think of my favorite Edgar Allan Poe story, uh, Never Bet the Devil Your Head. Because every time they give you option or opportunity after opportunity, and you're like, no, I, I think I could take it. And then mm -hmm. next thing you know, you, you lose you lose your head. Yeah. Mm. So moving but on. It was 490 something dollars. I just want to put that out there. Oh, only. Oh, you really saw it? Yeah, we were trying. I don't know if it was 4000 but I think we saw $492, like somewhere around there. Dang. Oh, okay. That actually wasn't as bad as it could have been, to be honest. I, know, I mean, I was That's what we thought. Like, That's a deal. Right. <laughs> so I was moving, like, how much you willing to spend to get $100,000? I mean, like, you know what I mean? But go ahead, carry on. Mm. So moving on to the climax, who would you consider to be the protagonist and antagonist? I think that's a very interesting question for this film. So be beside, you know, again, Pepper. her government named Peppermint. <laughs> Which was brilliant. That was freaking so brilliant. Good. I did not even thought about it. Me <laughs> either. I was like, that makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah. So beyond her, right, mm -hmm. would you, would you say that there's an, again, I, I'm honestly just asking because I don't, I haven't really thought about that question until right now. Okay. Do you think that there's another antagonist? To the film, can it not be a person? Can it be? Yeah, yeah. I I, I would go Christmas. With, yeah, or not Christmas. Just change. His kids getting older. Him about to lose. Like change. He lost his job, which I also would like to say that was rude as hell. Bringing Travante Rose fine ass self in there to be mean for one scene and just dip off. Anywho, um, maybe change would be the antagonist because that man knew everything was about to change and that made him go harder, make the wish that he wanted to make, try to make it the best that he could make it and in turn um, didn't really take in what his family wanted and needed from him. He just wanted what he thought was best for them. So, maybe so was it change or was it Eddie? Mm. Or Chris, rather. Like if, we, if we have to personify it now. It would have to be him. Yeah, he was see. the other one. Though the kids had the nerve to be like full blown lying to their parents and then looking at their parents like they the ones who, who, who deserved it. I don't know if that's the mama in me and going through what I'm going through my own parenting, but I was like, okay, y'all ain't about to just get on by the fact that y'all lie good and hard out here in these streets. That's just rude. And then the parents apologizing. Y'all need to make these kids apologize at least once. That part. Oh boy, when he got caught with the whole drumming thing and he's just like talking all back to his mother like that. Ooh. <laughs> and the kids is the antagonist. That's who the other goddamn antagonist is. Everybody but but Holly. Holly was the best. Yes, so she I was. Say, I would say though, like there are definite definitive moments, right? Especially as I become a parent, where I'm like, I am definitely 
a black woman and a black <laughs> mama because when that math teacher you know basically was like actually your son is failing when in my head I'm like oh he's he's calling he's coming to me to congratulate how well my son is doing like the moment I lay eyes on that boy I am oh. like how dare you make a fool of me uh, oh no how dare yes. you uh-huh. like put my ass out on the line like this <laughs> oh like I am not for corporal punishment at all <laughs> but oh my god yes I will be having you clean bathrooms with toothbrushes yes <laughs> yes like you better you, know, you better like, show them girl you better show uh-uh. them in the best gentle like, parenting way you know how uh-huh. because dad bought it with old boy and then he was all like when they were putting the stuff in the garage and he's talking back like yeah I failed and all this and I'm like where is the remorse where is the respect Oh, we got too many black mamas and professional aunties, full-time aunties up in here to be talking about that. The kids, the kids are the other antagonists, the teenagers in particular. Yeah, because I'm like, it's one, you know what I mean? It's like, one, doing something that you're not supposed to do, but the lying, the lying, the lying, the lying, it's one thing if you're just trying to get through, it's another thing if you're going to lie and then just act like you ain't lie, like you're going to act like that, that's when she was like, I can speak for myself there, he's like, don't you turn this on me, I'm like, Uh keep on with that narrative, Uh what are you going to do, I'm sorry y'all, you should be able to do what you want, hold up, hold up, Uh you got to talk first, Uh punishment Uh first, punishment to be had first, thank Uh you, exactly, because again, you are not making a fool of me thinking that my alma mater is out here and yes. I'm my alma mater hard. Uh-huh. Like again, right? Like who And he I? played her. He played her hard. That yes. scout played her. I said, what was up with that? Was the scout was all evil? What the hell? Yes, very much so. But maybe if she had been honest, he would have been like, oh, hell no. And like knew the situation instead of being, you know. Uh, you know uh, what was, sorry, go ahead. That's fine. But she, she, I said, who, who gonna pay for it? Who gonna write their names on those loans? Who gonna do? Thank you. Who, who gonna do that? The part where the fact that everybody in the neighborhood until the end kept acting like they wasn't seeing what they were seeing, <laughs> like y'all didn't just see a cocktail leaping, Lord leaping in front of old girl in the middle. Like Never you ain't see a whole dance off with spears. In the middle of the goddamn field, and going to be like, yeah, you're not going to make it to our college because even with all those obstacles that showed up and turned into cardboard right in front of that my part, eyes, you broke a lot of rules. <laughs> Wait a minute, from the make believe thing out there, who you just trying to turn into? Everybody gonna act like that shit normal? Yep. Sure <laughs> I did. get Eddie and his family being like, "Wow, that's crazy. They just turned to that because y'all know the secret. Why yeah. is everyone else in this town like, wow?" No cops. Nobody called the popo. Yeah. Nobody called the police. And they just failed. They failed. They vanished. Even wasn't until the end when they all started running. I was like, uh, and and the one black bandmate when all the drummers turned into cardboard. He was like, "Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Let me get a response that makes sense." (laughs) That's good. I cannot. Sorry. Next question. Next question. So, I mean, no, no, we still haven't talked about, like, what did the climax, uh, oh. did the climax deliver? Like, we... did, the, did the climax deliver, right? 
Go ahead, Lisa. Go first. She did, y'all. She stood there. Yeah, I'm thinking. I think it did. I think it did. Um, I'm trying to think all the things that happened. Um, I mean, the climax would be right that literally uh, Santa comes to town. <laughs> well, here, but that's why I was, or or when she revealed that it wasn't that it was forty rings instead of yeah. just five. And then they had the clock was on and you figured out, oh, she's she's cheating everything. I mean, we kind of figured that out before with the the dolls that she she always makes sure that she wins by cheating. Um, but I like that that everybody like everybody started helping it. Um, even the dolls and everything. So I, I was excited by that part, I think. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I would say it was the part where it was like, oh, it's not five, it's forty. Um, and everybody jumped in. So I thought that was cool. The kids, the dolls, Santa, um, and Peppermint just having her little temper tantrum to the side. So I think it did deliver. I, I like DC's commentary when he saw some of the things. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think it delivered on that part. The 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 chaos of it all going down at that time. <laughs> and during the contest, which was pretty cool in itself by itself. The different types of holiday celebrations was good. Oh yes, yes. Wait, wasn't that at the beginning though? The yeah, I was yeah. Just saying, like, during um, they, okay. everybody was still out. So, mm -hmm. what about yourself, Maya? I disagree. Climax didn't deliver. Okay, I feel yeah. like the climax didn't deliver for the sole purpose of when they chose to tell us the trick. Oh, it's forty rings instead of five. Mm -hmm. The only part of this movie, I, I like a good corny Christmas movie. The mm -hmm. only part of this movie that infuriated me was everyone's lackadaisical attitude mm -hmm. about it being 40. <laughs> you find out it's 40 goddamn rings. You got like maybe 12 minutes. <laughs> Motherfuckers having whole discussions, whole shock factors. Everybody's still running around. We saw, literally, we saw the family split up and collect max 10 rings. We saw the family, goddamn it, split up and collect maximum 10 rings. The boy with the drummers decided to get his whole band to work on two. There is 40 rings out here. And you got this whole band working on getting you two. Tatum was kind of slow. We saw, too, we like saw the little girl, Joy, fight and run fast to get one and then end up having a whole conversation with a recruiter in the middle of the street. <laughs> we had literally five minutes left. Daddy turned into a whole glass man, and we still out here. The little people only collected about four, maybe five. <laughs> all together, we literally got 10 rings. And, and it was like all that time, they're like, man, that's a lot. We still got time. We still got time. You have 100 people out here. Y'all all seem to be some close neighbors. Everyone seems to be friends. You give everybody gifts and stuff. Why couldn't at one point, the only thing that pissed me off, I was expecting them to like tell Rally everybody, guys, yeah. we need to get 40 yeah. rings before this happens for this crazy magical moment. You see Santa, you know it's real. Help us out. That to me would have made so much more sense for us to get these solo shots of the family members getting a few because the rest of the people obviously got to get the rest. Mm -hmm. The fact that they were just focusing on these few people getting these 10 ranks. They didn't get more than 10 together. <laughs> no, they, they, 
They got 38. They Don't got you shut your face, Lisa. You know that was a lie. Was the fact that this family ain't get more than 10 in this 12, 8, 5-minute period. While all these people still running for their lives, apparently everybody, everybody lives in that neighborhood. These people essentially just ran in a circle for 12 <laughs> Listen, but it was entertaining. Nobody went home. <laughs> Everybody just got <laughs> okay. so, so here's my rebuttal to that. On two fronts. One is agree with you, the other one is a rebuttal. Because I feel like if this was a real life situation, yeah. I would not have taught to rally my neighbors. I would be like, I I'm like, you know, just like again, like, let let this person do something. We don't have to. discussion like all right we're going to do this together everyone strategize here we go and go yeah like you do uh, those you do those you do those like it wasn't even that it was just like yeah. we'll split up they all go random it's chaos everybody figure it out it was, maybe something it was and then what eddie doing instead of actually going to try to save himself he's just like santa you just fix it <laughs> santa that told you like three times you signed the contract you can't fix it <laughs> you don't stop asking this man this then like actually I can do this little thing. The he did so little. The only person that I can can, can can be convinced that got the other twenty eight because again this family ain't get more than ten. It's <laughs> Santa Claus. That's the only yeah. other person I can oh, think got only, the other twenty eight. And 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 again when I said I also agree with you because it's sort of like a sloppy not sloppy but sort of, it was I guess, sloppy no that's the word writing. that's the word because, the word sloppy because. Again, if I am in that world, right? Yeah. I, and I'm Pip, because it feels like, you know, he's like the oldest, uh -huh. me, right? I would be hella fucking pissed that <laughs> Santa Claus is helping yeah. this mofo. Yeah. He's just running around doing nothing. Like, when he has family members in a whole fucking neighborhood, <laughs> and I have nothing. I have no family when that was my turn. Where exactly. were you, Penta? Where were you? <laughs> Especially since it was apparently Pip's idea to write the letter to Santa anyway. Right? It was his idea, and then he got Holly to help him deliver it. Right. So if it was his idea anyway, this is what I expected to happen, okay? Mm -hmm. And it's fine. They don't have to show me what I expect. This isn't my movie. Yeah. But I would accept it as more of a... If that was the case, one, if they had everybody help, because that makes more sense. You say, mm -hmm. "What? I saw right. me and my me and my neighbors. We we in here. We do mortgage together. We do the HOA mm -hmm. together. We in this. Yep. What an HOA? Like that would have even been a funny joke yeah. mm -hmm. in there. Okay, mm -hmm. but Santa shouldn't have come so early. Santa should have came after all of this to be the savior, not let me show up before all hell break loose. Tell you I can't do shit about a contract. My rogue. <laughs> peppermint elf went out here did turning people into glass i can't help you with none of that because you saw the contract she came up with it's like god well i guess so with god the devil like well but then it'd be like you could come back too like it was just like can you just show up at the end and save something <laughs> not just show up in the middle and be like well if you ask me three times maybe i could do some magic <laughs> well and kind of like you know giving uh you know edit suggestions to the writers for future right 
I felt like this is where my mind went, right? Even when like Pip, um, so like you know, talked with Holly and made her write the Santa Claus letter. Mm -hmm. I wanted so much for sort of like the twist to be that Pip worked with Piper. I oh. want that. I feel like that would have been so good. Oh, snap. Like he you know? he wants mm -hmm. more people. Or or like, you know, he has a side thing where she's like, hey, you help me and maybe I turn you, you know, to a real person. But mm -hmm. obviously she's evil, so she will never like, you know, kind of commit to that. But he just having been a figurine for so long would yeah. just be desperate and do that. Right. Like so that's yeah. I that's what that was the twist that I was waiting for. It would have been nice to that. get a twist. It would have been nice to get a twist. I was yeah. ready for corniness, so I knew you sent the letter to Santa. Yeah. You're going to struggle. Santa's going to come and save the town like he always do. I was ready for that level of corniness. That's a cool twist. Yeah. That's a cool twist. It was interesting. It was a corny, but it was cute. But it was corny, but it was cute, which is all right for a Christmas film. For a family Christmas film, it's totally yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah. It just infuriated so me the lack of. Like, like, yeah, or like times where you would sit there and you staring at the ring and they staring at you and you like, are you not gonna grab this thing? <laughs> Daddy is not about to turn into what you call it was the highlight though, the little the little lamp dude for sure. All his oh, jokes, oh. the point yes. where he literally was like, so we just gonna Gary? act like he ain't already glass. We gonna act like yes. he ain't already us. <laughs> That's what we gonna just keep going. Like this ain't over. No. But I love that line. That was hilarious. I did like the twist, I'll say. Because even in a good corny movie, okay. even in a good corny movie, if you give me some good family moment in the corniest movie ever, a, a girl gonna shed a tear. I'm sorry. I'm like that. I'm just emotional like that. In the end, when Tracy was like really distraught that her man was this little man, and don't think I ain't catch the joke, Tracy, when, she, <laughs> when he finally admitted to her, that if they don't get all this, he's going to turn into this glass thing. And she said, I would break you. Don't let me, don't, we ain't missed that joke. I know what that joke is about. She would break you. We all know what that joke is about. Okay, I, let's move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> but the point I was trying to make is when she was all distraught that he was little, mm -hmm. and then they were like, you got 38 rings because the, the, the gist is you already have the rings on your finger. I'm done. A tear escaped. I was like, well, that is just... And I will interject here and be like, if this was me, I am poo-pooed like that because I do not have rings. <laughs> me too. <laughs> you got a nose ring. You got an ear ring. You found a ring. Oh, wait. Not gold, though. Not, not as gold. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm done. You got yeah. the, the toe ring? Oh, play in the work. Gold no, they're work. silver. I'm oh, <laughs> I'm done. No, I was done because I don't oh, wear rings either. My eczema don't allow jewelry like that. So I'd have been definitely going. It'd have been like, well, guess we the glass man. <laughs> What's the next question though? Bro? That wait, was wait, wait, before you go. Oh, on, sorry. At least I want to add some things. Yeah. All right. So my biggest disappointment in this whole entire movie. Disappointment? Yes, disappointment <laughs> in this whole movie is that this person shut it. Oh no, come on, get get with it. We can't see. Oh, Shelly. yeah. This comedian and also. Oh, yeah, the Spanish oh, comedian and the Spanish uh, couple. Yes. Yes. They didn't have any material. No lies. I'm like, you have her right there. 
I know she's funny. Y'all know she's funny. Why is she not saying anything? I was so disappointed by that because I know her and I know, you know, her comedy and stuff. And I'm like, bruh, she barely said anything. And listeners, we are talking about Angela Johnson Reyes. Yeah, it. <laughs> uh, who subscribed uh, to fame from Mad TV with her... Um, uh, what was the skit? It's the nail salon. Nail salon. Mm -hmm. You right. The nail salon skit. Oh, I was it's like, it, oh it's not God. enough to just have comedians featured. You got to give them some material, yeah. or at least give them some leeway yeah. to drop a good um. What's what? What they always do? Two liners. Improv. Improv. Yeah. Improv. Well, maybe um, we'll give them sort of grace for this holiday season and say perhaps it it got caught by the editor. Yeah, maybe. Oh. But the way that they had all those like blank moments when mofos were just standing around acting like they was doing something for these rings, <laughs> that would have been an opportunity to That's, let them. Exactly. That's why when you said it, I was like, that would have been a good opportunity for her. For this yeah, guy I feel like that was a lot of dead time. The, they could have uh, fast forwarded that or put a lot more in that scene when everybody was chasing those rings. I feel like that was a time for everyone to shine. For sure. For Ken Marino, the the neighbor, that was mm -hmm. like he did have one scene, but like that was the time to let them go. And I feel like that's what made it feel like this. Yeah, and I'm surprised that did it, you know, when we have the final scene, why didn't they invite, you know, the couple, Angela and Lombardo, who are, their character's name were Chelly and Scott. Like, why weren't they invited as well while Bruce was invited? Yeah, yeah. I guess we're well, just that close, I guess, I guess. I, I, and that's why I feel I have feelings of it being too rushed. Mm -hmm. the other thing is, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I definitely think they set themselves up for. Am I allowed to say that? Part two, yeah. For number two. Um, what do you mean? Are you allowed to say that? I don't know. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it now. I don't know if that's a question later down the line. I don't know. Oh no. <laughs> oh oh oh. But yeah, like I feel like it was very fast paced. There was moments where I'm like, oh, I wanted more here. I wanted there. But like it was still, it still, it still sufficed. But I was like, I feel like they know that they can add more to this. They they know mm -hmm. that they left it in a way that part two, like um Christmas Chronicles on Netflix, that was a good one that got a number two. And I'm like, okay, I see what they're doing here. They're making these movies that you know they're not groundbreaking. They're not like they're we, at this point they're cheapish to make. Yeah, yeah. cheapish, cheap seats. Yeah. yeah, and now you can make Candy Cane Lane. Um, you know the neighborhood, know. Can, yeah, can, the neighborhood, can, the college, yeah. the kids come back. Some, you know, me, something like yeah. that. Yeah, didn't they do that with the haunted mansion thing? Any yeah. movie was into? They created yeah. something else with that too. Now that was a, like a remake, which was really good. Now that one, yeah, it, it got swept in the side. You talking about the haunted mansion, the one with Eddie, the first one with Eddie? I saw that one. Yeah, but the remake. That's when I saw the remake was good. They only made one of those. Uh -oh. We'll talk. We'll talk. We're back in yeah. Christmas. We're gonna talk about Halloween. Okay. Sorry, what were you saying, Esther, before the next question? And I think, too, like, as you were talking about the universe, right? Because, like, we can definitely either just follow the Carvers, right? Or stay within Kendalene. And, like, because I definitely want to learn more about Kent. Like, she seems to be a gal out of the town. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? Her and her nephew. Yes. Yo, what you call it? Um, What's his name, girl? What's your comedian name? Uh, mm -hmm. Hilarious. Okay. Uh, Everything uh, he said had me <laughs> crack it up. Not and my kids came to had them cracking up. Oh boy, when 
when the first thing when he when he showed up and was going to every house and Santa was pointing, <laughs> every house lit up, and then he, and then he pointed to Eddie's house and it didn't light up. And DC was like, "Oh, you ain't paying light bills." When it didn't light up, everybody had to turn their face. Okay, so that was like brightness. This thing was like God's light. Like, yes, I love that moment when it was like, "Oh man, oh, oh that was so good." Hey. So, since we have like you know a special guest, which makes this a special episode, we Wait, not, don't we not really. No, 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 I'm not trying to escape. I'm just saying like we normally don't dive too deep into like each scene, but I would love to talk about this particular scene because I so in my neighborhood we're having like our first annual house lighting competition but it's, oh. but it's sort of like you get like a little paper whatever and you and you yourself like go around the neighborhood you rate people oh, okay. whatever and you turn it into the HOA so it's not like done you know in like a all big fashion oh, big extravaganza fashion. bonanza because <laughs> I will say like my house is not decorated. We don't I, celebrate Christmas. So I would feel some type of way if like some like whole what is it like parade down my street and it's like you know like on local tv right and all my neighbors have their wonderful lights and you know i'm here to support and like they're like and they're like boo I would feel DC so would talk now. about your house for sure. <laughs> exactly. And I just feel like that is such like a, you know, like why why do people dirty like that? <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Because it's just the neighborhood, it's just the way neighborhoods go. It's the what they only got. When the Jewish household lit up too, I was like, you know what? Yes, that was, was brilliant. Cool. That was brilliant. Oh, this yes. was great. So, they were like, I'm in for this hundred thousand dollars. That was so, great. Well, uh, the matrix that was the and prizes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should. should. <laughs> we all thought it was a hundred thousand in cash at first. Oh my gosh, that was good. Mm-hmm. That, and every and then when all hell broke loose and DC Young Fly was just like, where did he go? We just straight. <laughs> when he was like, my window's rolling up so yeah. <laughs> That was my favorite part. That was my favorite part. Mm. Mm. Yes. And I, another thing oh. to come out is that like this is the second <laughs> movie we've done this year and like the last half of this year where um David Allen Greer just like makes a impromptu cameo slash guest appearance, Maya. What was the other one? Uh they clone Tyrone. He was the pastor. So like he, like he's just like such an iconic black character, you know, who's also very versatile. Yeah. Yeah. It's like just, I mean, I buy. I'm like Samuel L. Jackson and freaking Morgan Freeman. They gonna get their checks, right? So I'm like, yes, like of course you're Santa. Like who else would be Santa? I'm like, of course you like the pastor of some rundown, you know, questionable. <laughs> like who else will be the pastor? Except you and Cat Williams. Okay. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. That'd be good. So yes, yes, yes. Go ahead. Give us anything the next else friend. about the climax or 
No, I think I'm done with the climax. Okay, because we're going to go right into our... What, oh, God, we haven't even gone there? What was the film's impact? How did it make you feel? <laughs> well, at least. Good inside. It made me feel good inside. <laughs> <laughs> it made me... um. I I love movies that um that are Christian movies and I can still I can still see myself. I can see mm. my uh, I can see things that my cousins, my aunties, my uncles have said or done. Um so I love that about it. Um but it made me feel good. It made me feel like I'm ready for next year. <laughs> I'm ready for the next one. I'm ready, Eddie. I'm ready. Agreed. I think also it made me, it was a, definitely a feel good movie. I love the absolute silliness of it, the ridiculousness of it, the cornballness of it, um, and just the sweetness. It was really sweet. It was a sweet film. Um, everybody was moisturized. It was great. <laughs> it was great. So I will say this I realized I answered our very first question disingenuously because. Before watching this movie, I was scrolling on TikTok and I started watching somebody's sort of review and like just, you know, mm -hmm. recap of the of film. Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't watch it all the way through. I'm like, I want to kind of come in sort of fresh, but they still, I watched enough to kind of like be a little bit hesitant where they're like, oh my God, like the specifically we're talking about the scene where the daughter is at her um, track meet, right? okay. like the leaping lords come in. And they were saying how, like, you know, it, they were saying how the movie just, like, keeps dragging on. But, like, when this particular scene comes on, like, you still are not as invested into the characters. And I was like, okay, I, I can't keep watching. But, obviously, it influenced me, you know. So, when I started watching this, I'm like, oh, it's going to be, like, you know, it's... Honestly, I was like, this is a movie that, like, the big actors, like, Eddie and Tracy are doing for the check, right? Mm -hmm. and it's just gonna be like a whatever silliness, like move on, nothing to really write home about. And I am glad that I I feel like I was wrong and that I don't agree with this particular person's take because I think I really truly believe that we need to at times take the art within well, you always need to take art within its context. Mm -hmm. Um and for me, this movie is a Christmas movie where it's not drama. Mm -hmm. It is not, you know, gonna espouse you to new ideas. It's not mm -hmm. going to like, you know, be an Oppenheimer where there's gonna be tears and like the fate of the world at your fingertip. It's about human stories, everyday kind of, tellings that we maybe not all of us go through right obviously but we can relate and just like find comfort in. I think a lot of yeah let me put it this way I think a lot of times we downplay when art gives us comfort mm. um because again we we only usually give attention and money to the mm -hmm. art that brings about strong emotion. Mm -hmm. um, and I, for me, am really realizing how needed 
comfort is mm -hmm. when I'm seeking entertainment, when I'm seeking art, because again, right, like I want something to just give me the feels, right? Like the coziness, just the, and that's why I love reading cozy mysteries, because again, is a, you know, random, I don't know, like wedding planner gonna somehow like solve a whole murder by herself in her small little town? Mm -hmm. Ooh. But like, <laughs> I, I, I want to live in that world for just that moment of coziness and comfort and just like perkiness and cuteness and, yeah. and, and like hilarious villains that like will never exist outside of like the art in that medium. Yeah. In that way, I know I was very long-winded, but in that way, for me, this was a great, a great holiday movie, a great movie overall, just for what it brings. I definitely agree with that. I think that was wonderfully, beautifully said mm -hmm. and broken down for mm -hmm. real. I didn't even consider it in that aspect, but you're right. Rom coms, rom comfy. Like you know, I just, I want to be able to sit down. Oh, I can't wait because this is Christmas season, so I'm gonna watch one of my favorite mm -hmm. movies, The Holiday. Absolutely no black people, white black people in it. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it just gives me the feels with my hot chocolate. Uh, don't give me that look, Lisa. But anyway, um, I'm just, I just the films that just make me feel good. Jingle all the way. There you go. That give you happy, Lisa. Yeah. I love watching that too. Um, but like, just I do like a good feel good. Don't have to stress. I didn't have to prep myself for the content yeah, I was about to exactly. take in. Exactly. I did, you know what I mean? I just got to sit down and just put it on. How many times and how many things with all the things I'm trying to learn and improve myself and da da da, do I get to just do that? And it was also had realistic aspects in it. They didn't have Santa save the day like one would expect. They didn't have um, him get a new job by the end. He was still unemployed. He got laid off and that was what the real was um old girl didn't get into her dream school it had like these real aspects of it that let you like literally you had these different characters that you could see yourself in mm -hmm. and it won't be necessarily the happy ending you expect it but it doesn't necessarily make it any less of a happy ending yeah and it was beautiful i really enjoyed it indeed i i agree with both of you ladies um and i'm one for comfort don't get me I, if i know it's gonna make me cry i will not engage i will not <laughs> Uh, scary I don't want it right now but give me a good feel good I ain't gotta think about this it's just mm, and I can walk away not the shimmy I'm, friend I'm not I'm not worried about the characters after I'm not yeah yeah not wondering not trying to figure out have to watch a YouTube recap to figure out what you missed or yeah what I didn't see that somebody else saw what you know theories we got um so in that aspect I really enjoyed it I really enjoyed it um mm -hmm. And I was here for it. And I'm here for anybody. I, like I said, like a David Allen Greer, a Keenan Ivory Waynes, a Damon Waynes, a Tommy Davidson being a Santa Claus. I want them to get their shine. And this is a beautiful way to do so. So, um, And they made a tuba cool. When Eddie, oh, yeah. that was the first inciting. Like, that was yeah. the first line that had me cracking up in this film. When, Wait, when Eddie was at the table with them in the kitchen. And old oh. boy was talking about his band and his tube, but he said, name me one tuba player that made it. <laughs> I hollered. You understand? <laughs> because that was Eddie fully, you could tell that was fully off cuff. Yeah. He was just hiking on this boy in yeah. his tuba dream. <laughs> he was like, they wasn't a tuba player though. <laughs> it was just like, he and, Tracy, and Tracy served it right back. She was like, 
focus on the math focus on the math <laughs> right 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 so it was it was dope it had me cracking up i immediately thought this might be a classic oh no i might be excited like it was like I wonder what they do with two huh i gotta see what they do with two to i don't to... even care if they do it too i'm really okay with where it was and where it went i do miss the i will say this i do miss the quality that and it might just be me being old mm -hmm. Like, I wonder sometimes if the people, like our grandparents, just miss the good old musical singing in the rain, white Chris, you know, like those type of films. And now that I'm at this age, I really miss those 90s, early 2000 films. Like we mentioned Home Alone, the Santa Claus, all this kind of stuff, you know, shoot, out the elf in it, like all these kind of like certain films that I grew up with that kind of like they just hit a different you know, John Hughes type of part mm. in me. And I'm like, today's films. I feel like the people like today's music, the kids' music today. And some <laughs> yeah. of the today's films be like, why don't it hit, hit like that? You know, it's very hard, but it might just be me being old and just I liking what I grew up old. with. You know, yeah. that nostalgic part and mm -hmm. trying to accept the new phase of what that is for this generation. It's just interesting. Okay. Just wanted to throw that out there. I'm old. All right. <laughs> with that... We're going to literally put the, well, not literally, figuratively, yes, figuratively put the spotlight on our guest's co-host and ask her about her popcorn moment. If you don't pick the right one, no, I'm going to throw one out here. What? Huh? So if she don't pick the right one, though, I'm going to throw one out there. So popcorn moment. Oh, we all, I think, I think, I was say, this is a special episode, so we're going to do things a little, slightly little different. We're yes. all going to have our Even own Even though it's the same moment. way we always do it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we have my moment as a main uh you know host here yes you're just trying to find an excuse to do what the hell we do breaking the rules there's some context at the end of every episode we one we're gonna rate the movie at the very end mm -hmm. we rate it by size of popcorn but oh. before we do that like you know small extra small small blah blah, blah. Yeah. But before we do that, we always choose a popcorn moment, which is like one moment in the film that we just wanted yeah. to highlight. Could be random, silly, cute, whatever. Gave us the feels. The part that just had us like, we always try to, and we try to stick with whoever is getting the questions asked to, because we always ping pong it. Like this, this one, she <laughs> asked me the questions. I get to choose the popcorn moment and she can't say nothing. So what that has created, right? Is every time we do these episodes, you can see us mentioning stuff we love, favorite parts throughout the whole episode. Because if it's not our turn, we still want it to be mentioned. Oh yeah, <laughs> and we yes, know yes. it's not our popcorn moment, so we cheat. Yeah. So I'll be like, I know we talk about the inside incident, but this is part of the incident. Uh huh. And, so, uh -huh. and then when we get to the popcorn moment, what makes it worse? We get to the popcorn moment, we still don't let it die. Like, it will be my turn. I'll say what I want to say. Might I interject? Yes, in the beginning, we were good. We actually did stick to one yes. person chosen, and it was either I hate you for choosing that or I love it. Then we just started cheating. It was just like, <laughs> okay. So okay. now we're like, we're going to let you say it, but we're still going to say it. Oh, that's pressure. So now you know the context. So yes, yes, it's pressure. It always is pressure because popcorn moment is like, what's the one moment if nobody else? It's probably the only thing we would highlight, to be honest, when we start posting on social media. It's like the popcorn moment of a film. It's like the one thing that's supposed to be. <laughs> and I already stole yours with the with the window comment. 
You see how I dropped that in there? It didn't make no yeah. sense. It didn't go with anything, but I wanted to say it, so I said it. <laughs> DC Young Fly in that window. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. My bad. Ooh. <laughs> I got mine. Oh, no. Wait. Wait a minute. Oh, the pressure is real. Hold on. Hold on. The pressure is getting worse. <laughs> For real. I liked how David Allegria said, Peppermint. Peppermint. That's yours? <laughs> is that yours? No, I didn't. Calm down. Uh, I liked I liked the part with Chris Reed. His don't um, be trying to sneak in all these different popcorn moments. You yeah, I, just, I haven't chosen one. I'm just giving. But you say it all out loud. It's like a cheat. One because you don't. Oh my god! Now you can only say one out loud. You can't be trying to sneak in. But this part was good too. But this part you come back to me. All right, come back to you. Okay. If this Maya is hot on the trail, so go on, Maya. My popcorn moment since mm -hmm. I said all the other ones during the It's so nasty. Will be when Pepper decided to try to show up in the garage to try to steal back the glass people. And they all was like, be quiet, don't say nothing. And everybody was high and it was hilarious. Old girl in the bed, like, please, God, no. <laughs> and when she was about to leave, she was like, oh, will I leave? And then she started singing the song. <laughs> What's <Well>, so <laughs> What was the song? I kind of forgot what was the song. Oh, no. no, the weather outside, right? The weather outside is right, right? Well, was that the song? Wait, no, it's the one. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Um, What's that? Jingle bells? Is that jingle bells? Um. Oh, that's gonna mess with me. Um. The dashing, yeah, dashing through the snow. No. You know, yes. up and say, "Oh, let's just we go." <laughs> dashing all the way. <laughs> she made it such a like horror film. The way she was singing it in there, just like da, 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 with the with the flashlight, her insanity was. I love her as an actress. That was great, and the fact that the pentatonics—is that how you say their name? Yeah, the pen, the pentatonics. Yeah, the pentatonics was sitting there struggling to not sing, and it was in there holding hold it go. <laughs> like, can I just say, like them, like being the group, being part of the movie where it's never explained how they got to be figurines. That part, I hate it, but I love it because it's like, it's ridiculousness. <laughs> like, it's like, it's why are you here? <laughs> Ridiculous. Because when they turned into the people, I was like, oh, they're current. Wait a minute, I know them folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it was good. It was good. Oh, that was mine. That was mine. What about you, Esther? Lisa, like she's still struggling with the pressure. Oh, and I think mine is another peppermint moment at the trap meet when she's talking to the <laughs> to the leaping <laughs> and she's like, "So I did my research. <laughs> so you have one of the the, the greatest the greatest uh, athletes, athletes Wayne Gretzky, <laughs> and then everything else outside the walls are she black. Tiger the walls." They're all black athletes. <laughs> she and messed up like... all their names. Tiger Wolves. Tiger Wolves. Tiger Wolves. Oh. And then she's like, and lastly, somehow the three of them, the, the three of them, Ron, and James. <laughs> and that is when I was like, honestly, 
fully on board with the movie because I'm like, they realize, they know that they're being ridiculous. Like they know it. And she herself specifically is like, is so committed to that beat, but in a in a fun way, you can tell. Because like her with like the ridiculous like raccoon. Yes, I make up. I make up. But she said no. But she said, and the best, the best athlete all, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> like I know, I laugh. Like I, where was I? I think I was at like, uh, yeah, I was at a Red Robin <laughs> finishing this movie, and I crackled. I I laugh out loud for reals. Like for real, it was a lot of laugh out loud moments. With oh, also my garage moment because it's all it counts. It was in the yeah. garage. It was in the garage when she was when they were looking at all the pictures on the board. And she's and like, oh. she was like, and she saw what is that me? And she was me? like, I look at studying. Because I was so ready for her to be like, how dare they? How dare they get a little child <laughs> drawing a me? She's like, oh, oh, I look beautiful. <laughs> Oh, so that was my popcorn moment. Go ahead, Lisa. Your time is up, friend. We got to end this episode. Go. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go with when Chris Reed was trying to kick it to Tracy Ellis Ross (laughs) and the tree was lighting on fire. And he was like, you feel that between us. You see that between us. And and even when he turned back, okay, that's a different moment. But when he turned back and he was trying to get a hug, I was like, he stayed committed. He stayed, he keep trying. He keep trying. He was a creeper. When he showed up oh, on that nightstand, good night. Oh, yeah. Yes, he had to put it. He was like, oh, yeah, get a little closer now. So I, I just, <laughs> his, his obsession with Tracy Ellis Ross, I'm going to go with the first initial when the, the tree lit on fire. He was trying Acceptable. to. Acceptable. <laughs> Thank you, friend. And now, finally, sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah. So um, finally, finally. Fine. We, so I think we, we will need to do the same thing that we do Maya where we kind of all together at the yes. kind of three. We just, just started this. Influence each other because <laughs> Yes, we just started this. We're instead of trying to we we can influence each other's vote. We might be if we all say our rating at different times. What like, what exactly like, are we doing small, medium, large, jumbo or something? Like extra that. small mm-hmm. to extra large. Oh extra okay. Okay. So we're all gonna say our rating out loud at the count of three to make sure we don't influence each other. Yes. Go ahead, Esther. Do the count. So three, two, one. Large. Wait, who said? At least did you say large? I said large. Esther, you said large. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I'll give me. So far, whenever we do this at the same time, we always say the same rating. It's been great. <laughs> I think we all agree this is a good large buttery salted popcorn because it gave us the feels and it gave us what we needed and it was just exactly thank you eddie murphy and 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 a quick us again sorry no please because to kind of dive into uh lisa's thing about possibly uh candy lane two like why are you calling me on christmas to tell me I got a promotion. Why could that shit wait until the New Year's? That so, <laughs> so yes, large popcorn. <laughs> large popcorn. How the I, heck did she even get that chicken incident and everybody was just okay hello, with that? Like, hello. 
And why was Trevante Rose so mean about firing people? I want to know what happened. There's I, a few times I'm like, come on, y'all got to give me a little bit more than that. Just a little I bit. I really wanted some daddy daycare thing happen because, you know, he was uh, laid off in daddy daycare too where the they realized that they do need them and then they call him back in. Like, I really wanted that redemption moment. So if we get a part two, it would just be for me to see what he does next and his job. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to see how that goes. So, but yeah. I, so here's my conspiracy theory. I Please. feel like they probably, this is why I feel like happened with the editors, is that, I don't know if, you know, your listeners are aware, um, this year has been the year of just company losing their ever-loving mind and just laying off people because they don't know how to balance their book. Mm. So up until like even today, which is like what? toward like mid-December mm -hmm. a week-ish before Christmas companies are still doing layoffs oh to so I feel like they were maybe like more time was spent on that scene just to sort of like you know highlight highlight yeah. the situation that a lot of people probably are going to um feel like you know be able to like sympathize toward or like understand yeah. and they probably cut the more comedic pieces from like the Angela and the Lombardo of the world. Mm. <laughs> mm. Oh, well, if they do I, do I, it I too, they better come not. back and they better get a chance to really show their yeah. stuff. For sure. Got good neighbors. So y'all could have really, I, I would have loved to see All right, I'll give you one more thing before we let go <laughs> since we're having a hard time saying goodbye. It's like, you hang up, no, you hang up, no, you hang up. Um, <laughs> Any ideas for part two? I have one, but it looks like Lisa does. Go ahead. Maybe this will be our new segment, you know. If if uh, it qualifies. Writer, writer suggestions. I think you'll you'll zoosh it up, Maya, and give it like a much more like fun, creative name. <laughs> this is just like, you know, if we had to give our suggestions and pitch to the writers. Mm. <laughs> The writer, the writing room. <laughs> go ahead, Lisa. I thought you was gonna go. Oh, mm -hmm. definitely gotta be with the girl going to college. Definitely. Um, maybe coming back with some big thing. Like, I I don't. It's gotta be something big. Like, I don't know. I don't want. I don't want to go. It has to be. It can't go dark. It can't go like dark and usually i'm thinking of a problem like she come back pregnant and they gotta make the best of it but let's not go there not for the christmas movie ah uh, so here's my idea ooh, for you if you want to go right like, the you know, popcorn pitch maybe that the popcorn yeah pitch. the popcorn pitch let's no, go the thing she gets into like this you know safety school or whatever right uh -huh, uh -huh. but then she does you know she doesn't go to school whatever whatever happens and she's about to be kicked out because she's about to lose her scholarship she can't tell her parents, but she also like kind of wants to help them decorate for this year's candy lane. And mm. she herself, you know, gets into shenanigans of another elf. And I refined mine. I refined mm -hmm. mine. Picture it. A new mm -hmm. neighbor moves in on the <laughs> single man, single successful man, single successful man that is the ex to Tracy Ellis Ross. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now there's a competition. The competition is coming up. Eddie takes it as a personal vendetta to be the bigger, better man that got the woman, right? 
she says, don't worry about him, babe. I got you. I'm with you. This Now, mind you, they all went to college together. Twist. Their daughter is also in love with his son. <laughs> He's a divorcee. <laughs> yes. So are we, so are we moving from Christmas and into Valentine's Day? No, no, no. This is not. This is Christmas movie. Guess who's coming to dinner? So they don't know that the daughter is in love with the 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 ex's son as well. They never see him. They forget about him. But he's a divorcee. It's a lot. I was. But, I'm lost. <laughs> okay, look, Tracy Ellis Ross. They Tracy Ellis Ross and Eddie go to what? What did they say? What was that? Uh, you, oh, you know, oh, the, 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 yeah, um, something on, something on, truth on or something on, trail so on or something. We build up a story where he already had this, like, you know, beef with a guy that Tracy used to date. Because they had that little moment in the film when he talked about exes? Yes. Okay. Well, he's an ex, he's just moved into the, the neighborhood. Mm. So the ex moved into the neighborhood. So um, where, where, the... Christmas, like magic and surrealism happened. That's what I'm saying. He's going to get some in the Christmas uh, uh, competition, but it's more than just the Christmas competition. This is the man that tried to take his wife or that he, you know, won his wife over. Okay. It's an ex. Okay. And then the daughter brings home the, the son as well. That's mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like it. Okay, 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 my and I want like being... Terry Crews. I want it to be like Terry Crews. Not Terry Crews. Nah. <laughs> My pitch would be definitely each film is a different naughty elf that dropped off the North Pole. Mm -hmm. And has different whatever, like, you know, she was bad at rhyming and had these crazy tricks to to <laughs> when she signed people up for stuff. But each Christmas, a new elf shows up you know, in revenge or whatever, like, you know, well, I definitely want you in my collection because, and it's a different type of collection. It can be like different, this guy collects different nutcrackers. You know, he turns them into nutcrackers at the end. Ooh. Or, you know, you know, like different, like Christmassy holiday traditional things because the little glass figurines were one of those. But mm -hmm. these are different, like elves. Each movie would be a different kind of bad elf and what they, their little way of, screwing up some of Santa's favorites. And now that everyone recognizes the carvers as Santa's favorites, there's always these different elves trying to screw with them in different ways. It's a very fallen angel Lucifer. Absolutely. But it'd funny, be cool light, and Christmassy. Yeah, it'd be cool to name them like Coco or... Yes, absolutely. The name has to be aligned with Peppermint. It's got to be Peppermint level. Peppermint. Coco is definitely... Is, I mean... I mean, and it'd be either funny if Coco was black or it'd be funny yes. if Coco wasn't black. And then somebody's like, word, that's your name? Coco. Coco. And you're like, I'm the milk chocolate version. Oh, damn. I can see. I see. I see yours. I see. I see. I mean, I see yours too, Lisa, but I feel like I see. I see Maya's version. Because that's sort of like a line of what I was taking too. When you said the other elf, I was like, we're in the same world with that. Because I really think it'd be cool to just have different elves be like crazy. I want the neighborhood. See, for me, I'm like, I would like, so my pitch is. And you would have to go after a different Carver family member too. So the next one would be a, a, a elf going after Tracy. Because remember, this one was about the elves going after mm -hmm. Eddie. So this would be mm -hmm. about Tracy falling into that issue. So mine is slightly different than yours. Okay. Where we are in the same, so it's the same timeline. 
but we are, it's Pepper, but with a different neighbor. The Spanish it, again, it's like you don't have to keep like the big stars. Like, oh, like Pepper then came did. back, then tried some ish again. Like she's like, like me and him had a falling star. out. He wasn't over me kicking his knee that time. So no, no, I came back. It, no, no, it's 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 even like it's it's a universe. But like, it's that okay? So what it is is that she obviously had her store open, right? So mm -hmm. more than just like uh, Chris came to her store. So there must be other. People who she, she also signed up for stuff. She oh. signed up. So the next film is, you know, that point of view of another customer of hers, right? And like, and like Santa's like pimp Santa is sitting here yeah. like, Pepper really just like, look, I still had some open cases before you let me back in. Okay, they gotta exactly. close up. They signed it. They gotta close up on their own. That's a good. Or one. or we could go with the obvious. We saw another customer come in there. We can go with the obvious of how the story ended with Peppermint being a glass figure and having to do good and, and turn it on its head by having to do good in the next one. Yeah. I See? I feel like, I feel like we, 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 we got the power. going to be naughty, it. but she's still got to do good. Right. Like a hundred I love it. I love this yeah. new segment. Thank you, Lisa. This is a new segment. The popcorn pitch. This is great. <laughs> All right. Let me close this out. So that's all, folks. Thank you for listening to our rants and reviews. This is the Why You Were Scrolling podcast on Spotify. You just listened to our popcorn segment. We got a website, whyyouwerscrolling.com. Remember to follow us, review us, and support us on all our podcast listening platforms. Again, that's Spotify. And take a moment to enter our weekly polls. Share this podcast far and wide. And until next time, we'll see you in the credits. Bye. Bye. Bye.